Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. I don't know about all of you, but if I can do something to make my life easier... I'll do it, which is why I use stamps.com. I don't have to wait in a post office line for who knows how long, and I can save money with them because they have amazing partnerships with USPS and UPS for unbeatable rates up to 84% off. If you mail or ship often, let stamps.com do the hard part for you. Simply print postage and shipping labels right from your home or office. It's ready to go in minutes. No long lines or complicated setup required. For 25 years, stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses, and like Jess said, Stamps.com has had a long-standing relationship with the USPS and UPS, and they're able to pass on amazing rates to you, up to 84% off. With Stamps.com, all you need is a computer and a printer. They even send you a free scale, so you'll have everything you need to get started. And if you need a package pickup, you can easily schedule it through your Stamps.com dashboard. Avoid the hassle and get started with Stamps.com today. Sign up with promo code MOMDAD for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free free digital scale, no long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page and enter code MOMDAD. Your mom and dad. Your mom and dad. Your mom and dad. Well, welcome home, family. It's your, your mom, mom and dad. dad. <laughs> I got a trucker hat on. How y'all doing? <laughs> is the trucker hat sick? You guys like it or no? It looks good on you. Does it look yeah. good? Yeah, it Please. does. Looks great. Man. Does it look good? Okay, yeah. good. No, Just everyone sure. confirmed that the hat looks good on him because he found a hat that fits. So my we massive love head that. found a hat. We love the hat. If you don't say you don't like it, I'll be in my head for a week. Okay, <laughs> yes. so you better say you like it. Firm heaven that okay. you love the hat. You know what's so funny about you hmm. is that you. I think if someone were to ask you or verbal affirmations, something that you desire or yeah. that's a big thing for you, I think you would probably say no. But you also, if someone isn't like, yeah, that's amazing, you can trip for a while. I can trip for a little bit. Here's the <laughs> issue. He stuck in his head for a hot minute. It depends on the thing, and it also depends on the person. So people always talk about like love languages and stuff, and they're always like, oh, are you this? Are you this? Are you this? And I'm a little bit like, this sounds, is this messed up? But this sounds like, it sounds like I like it if... It took you energy. <laughs> no, because here's what I'm saying. That feels unhealthy. No, here's what I'm saying. If you compliment everyone all the time, if I get a compliment from you, it feels just like, oh, well, that's the normal thing yeah, for you. Yeah, it's like saying, how, how are you? Exactly. But if I'm getting a compliment someone from someone who never compliments or doesn't compliment a lot, then I'm like, wow, that's really special. So maybe it's just I want to feel special. 
Is that does that make sense? It's <laughs> that like, might it's like, be one of the sixth or seventh love languages. It's like, it's like physical touch and closeness. Right. If your person is hugging everyone all the time, sure, it feels good to be hugged. But if they're not the most cuddly and then they cuddle you a lot, then it feels like, oh, I'm special. Okay. Okay. So what is that? I don't know. Issue? That feels like maybe it's that I don't I can't disassociate from the person and the act. They're tied together. Okay. Okay. I understand that. Well, I feel like I give a lot of compliments. Yeah, you do. But I feel like if I don't immediately compliment something for you, that you can sometimes get a little in your head about it. And then I'm like, no, 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 I like it. And then you don't believe it. And you're like... <laughs> well, because Jess will do this thing where she goes like this. If you're looking, she, she looks at it and she goes, I like it. Now you tell me, if, if anyone ever says, I like it, and they don't go oh that's that's actually i like that hat then you're immediately like wait you don't like it you're just you're debating in your head whether this is worth telling the truth or not that's what i'm hearing you know what i'm saying so then i'm like oh shoot she doesn't like it and then there's nothing you can say to go back it's too late and the reason that i pause if you say hey jess do you like this hat the second that you say that I almost start to smirk because I feel you starting to smirk because we're about to have this funny tango. So I then I'm like, okay, I'm going to take a beat to like, let you see that I'm actually observing it and then let you know that I like it and do my best not to smirk because sometimes you ask certain questions and you'd have this little smirk on your face. Like you're waiting for me to say something funny or for us to have a laugh about something. So then when I'm really trying to mean it, I then I'm doing my best not to smirk. Does that make any sense? Yeah. But I also wouldn't (laughs) ask you, if you liked something, if I knew it was like undeniably not that controversial of a thing. You know what I'm saying? Like if okay. I have a white t-shirt on, I'm not going to be like, do you like this white t-shirt? Because I'm going to be like, it's it's not a thing to have like, like have a, a big opinion. But if I'm taking a risk. Sure, 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 sure. Like let's say I walked in here with a fedora and I was like, <laughs> I actually think this looks good on me. And then I'm a little like, does it look good? But I think it does. But I'm, I'm feeling really confident, but I'm also a little insecure about it. And then you hit me with that. I like it. Then now we're bad. Let me let me affirm. <laughs> now we're in counsel. Let me affirm something for you publicly. Okay. I love you. I oh, think you look so you. handsome and everything. Thank you. But you know how I feel about a fedora. And yes. if you were to come in wearing a fedora, and if you were to ask me, <laughs> "Do you like this fedora?" I would say, "You know, I don't really." love fedoras so no so i would be honest and direct if i didn't like something then you can know that well i used to have one (laughs) because my my it was like back in like the early 2000s my parents were like he likes style so they went out and they got like a high-end fedora it was was like a nice one it was like it was like a leather it was was leather yeah it was leather and i remember thinking to myself like this is too far i don't think i can do this yeah it was like this is like a special birthday i think i was 21 maybe when they gave it to me and it was like here's your 21st birthday fedora (laughs) and i remember just being like gosh like i want to be able to wear this but this is aggressive (laughs) your 21st birthday fedora yeah it was bad (laughs) you know it's like parents who aren't necessarily super stylish trying to give you style yeah yeah you know you know what let's just let's just psa to any parents out there don't unless you're a very stylish person and i don't mean you feel like you're stylish i mean it's objective that you are like a fashion designer or something Mm -hmm. stay away from the fashion 
give them give them something to get their own fashion get them something practical don't be out there buying fashion i can't tell you how many times i've just returned shirts and fedoras and things like that that have been <laughs> given to me by my parents i've just been like i love you guys but can we stop trying to do this like it's you're never going to get it right you know what i am already ember has already forsaken my style when right. i try to get ember anything now she's like mom uh, it's just not me and so even now at her age of seven years old i have been like okay if we're going shopping or we're online or we're thrifting or whatever she has to be with me and say yes i like this because otherwise she doesn't like my style <laughs> it's out now imagine ignoring that and then waiting until she's 21 and still doing it <laughs> that is my and existence. giving her a fedora. Oh, a fedora. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay, we have to take a quick yes. pause. Quick pause. Um, so, family, I want to talk to you all about ZocDoc. Oh my gosh, ZocDoc is my favorite. I always use ZocDoc to find my doctors and book appointments. I've been using it gratefully for years. We all want to find the right doctor for us, one that sees you, listens to you, and makes you feel super comfortable. And with ZocDoc, you can find that person. ZocDoc is a free app where you can find amazing doctors and book appointments online. We're talking about booking appointments with thousands of top-rated patient review doctors and specialists. You can filter specifically for ones uh, who take your insurance, are located near you, and treat almost any condition you're searching for. And these docs will all have verified reviews with actual real patient, not bots. Check out how amazing this is. The average wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc is between just 24 to 48 hours. That's it. You can even score some same-day appointments. Before ZocDoc, I had to wait weeks to get an appointment, so so this has been beyond helpful and given such a huge peace of mind, too. Once you find the doctor you want, you can book them immediately with just a few app taps. No more waiting awkwardly on hold with the receptionist. It's so easy with ZocDoc. Our family has used ZocDoc for years, and we cannot recommend it more. Go to ZocDoc.com slash momdad and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C doc.com slash mom dad zocdoc.com slash mom dad okay family i do have to share something quick mm-hmm. before we get into this another amazing 10 out of 10 bachelor so episode is so good they're so good but we are losing so many men left and right and i think that it's because this season i believe it's going to be shorter than typical, which I am... Right, look, it's looking like that. I mean, we're already down to six guys, I think. That's crazy. And I'm like, no, of all seasons, I'm loving this season so much. I'm like, give us more episodes. Please do not cut this short Seriously. for the love of God. Seriously. For the love of God. But, you know, maybe we'll get to know some more men. I don't know. Maybe it's not shorter and we're just going to get to I don't know, know the men. Maybe I'll slow it down. I'm not sure. And we'll really dive in to all of the guys. I don't know. I mean, now we're gonna definitely going to get to know them more. Yes. There's going to be less like, you know the Braden situation going on. So we'll get into that. But yeah, talk about because I was like kind of starting to math in my head about yeah. the cocktail parties cut short due to Braden. Oh my, it's insane. It's, every episode. it's been every episode. Um, and then of course we have to talk about the golden bachelor in a moment, oh my God. but I had to share this. Um, over the weekend, I had a little story. So I've been a little bit of a panic attack baby lately. Um, it's been a little bit, <laughs> a little bit of a panic attack. Tiny bit. Um, yes, you know, you all know anxiety queen over here. But for a couple of days in a row, it was just like it was panic attack central. Yeah. And um, sometimes what help, helps me is once I'm able to kind of slow myself down is to go out with a friend 
who will distract me. Of course. Okay? That's your go-to move. That's my go-to, and it does really help me. And no one distracts me more than Instagram-free Aunt Katie, obviously. So she we is <laughs> the elixir, the special happy elixir. <laughs> She's my happy elixir. I called in the troops. She went out with me, and we were actually kind of just planning on staying in and keeping it like quiet and chill at home. And then I started to feel a little bit better. So she's like, I'm taking you out. Let's mm-hmm, go. Let's do mm-hmm. this. Well, she had requested that I share. If you haven't listened to our episode with Aunt Katie, the Instagram free Aunt Katie episode, please yes. do. She gives all sorts of tips and tricks to meet someone organically in a fun way out and about because she is the queen of it. And the night that we went out, she was on her truth or dare game. Like that is mm, what she did go-to. the entire time. And I have to tell you the most fun. The second the bartender came up to us before we even ordered a drink, she just goes truth or dare. And that's just how you start the conversation with everyone. Truth or dare. And we got into such fun shenanigans the entire night and we were just going up to everyone who was sitting next to us. These sweet girls came and sat next to us. We looked over at them. Truth or dare. And you know, by two hours in, we're doing cartwheels on the bar. We're doing shots of like burning hot flaming syrup like i mean it was all it got wild and it was so much fun i like it too because it's it's very playful and then if you're like doing it to people you're not hitting on too yeah we're doing it it to everybody like everyone's like in on it and then it loosens everyone up and then you can maybe start talking to someone actually you're interested in as opposed to i think if you just go directly at someone to do truth or dare it can feel like okay this is obviously like if i was sitting in a bar yes and someone came up to me and was like truth or dare i would immediately think like okay this is like a hit on situation but if you're kind of doing it in a general way i think it's an amazing way to get people kind of loose and having fun and katie was doing it to every single person in like genuinely we had half of the bar playing truth or dare games we were all dying but it did end up leading to her having a conversation with someone and she did end up making out with someone at the end of the night so bada bing bada boom i don't think anything is going to happen with it but she had a great time (laughs) dang yeah her her ability i've gone out with them a couple times and her ability to create fun moments Mm -hmm. out of nothing is something of wonders yeah, because you, it's like there's a there's no exhaustion in it like if she hits a wall she's just going to spend the next 30 minutes pushing through the wall with that person correct like sometimes there's bartenders that are very like standoffish and they're like no i don't want to deal with this and she'll just keep going and then an hour later that guy you know that if there's laughter there's jumping on a bar there's <laughs> there's there's talking about deep you know intimate secrets about their own childhood and it's just like she's, she she's will, able to open anyone up anybody she will make you love her but a good way to start it off is truth or dare and i do have to tell you there was a lot of shenanigans and laughter with the truth or dare but we also ended up getting into some deep conversations with some people because her truths started to get more and more personal Mm -hmm. the longer that we played the games with certain people and we had some really special conversations truth or dare truth why don't you talk to your mother she did do one (laughs) call her right now call her it's kind of how it was i can see her doing that but like call her right now we'll talk to her and then she's like hi this is katie and they're like who's katie doesn't matter i've definitely seen her facetime with random people's mothers at a bar numerous times so you know shocking thing of all time just rebuilding relationships over here and one bar at a time and it really did help my anxiety did it oh yeah that's like the number one Mm-hmm. I've lost my ability to compete with Katie at this point. 100%. I don't even have, I don't even hold a candle to like her ability to cheer you up. 
to this point, I'll literally be like, are you having a hard time? She's like, yeah, I'm having a hard time. Like, have you called Katie yet? You mm-hmm. should just go see her. Go hang out with her because I know it'll fix it. All the all the issues. So yeah. if you guys out there don't have a Katie in your life, get one for your significant other. So do some research. See if you can find <laughs> a cheer up friend because it's very effective. It really is. You got to have somebody in your life who has some serious positive energy. I think if you can do that, even if it's someone that you don't gel with right away, but that they've just got great energy coming off of them, yeah. I really do think that it's worth it. Yes. I really do. I really do. Invest in a Katie today. You're on dating sites and you're just like, hey, um, my partner's looking for like someone who's like very fun. Yeah. I'm, I'm not. I'm not looking. I just, I'm, not I'm just looking for someone to kind of keep my significant other like up. So yeah. if you're down for the job, I'd love to maybe get you guys on the app together. <laughs> just doing research. I feel like that's effective. People would like that. I really that. do. I really do. So anyway, I had to share that. She told me I needed to share the truth or dare technique <laughs> with the family. That was now a demand. Now that she's been on the podcast, she's like, you should share that on the podcast. Oh, yeah. No, I get notes from her sometimes. Be like, make sure you share it. And I'm like, Aunt Katie, you don't listen to the podcast. She goes, I know, but make sure you share it. Make sure it. you say it. Um, okay. Can we talk about our Golden Bachelor announcement wow. for a moment here? We were, I mean, were we right? You I, said... I said regular dude. You said George, who works at Chevy. Yes. And we got Jerry Gary. Jerry Gary. Jerry Gary Turner who is a ex-restaurateur, 71, from Indiana. I mean, that's... I would say that's about as close as you can get without being exactly on the on I the think you did a pretty good job. Now, okay, so we were guessing that the way that ABC was teasing it is that it was going to be somebody that we all knew, whether it was a celebrity or someone from Bachelor Nation. Jerry Gary Turner, which his name is Gary Turner, but it's spelled G-E-R-R-Y. So it's going to be Jerry Gary for me. It's Jerry Gary. It's Jerry Gary for me. Jerry Gary Turner. Um, none of us know him, but Evan... He has stolen my heart already. Well, he's a looker. I'll tell you that. Just right off the bat. Jerry Gary is gorge. Okay. Jerry he literally is just like, hello. He is so attractive. Yes. The man is 71. Doesn't look a day over 55. No, he looks amazing. And his energy just immediately in the little Good Morning America clips and everything we saw of him so far. This man, um, he was married to his high school sweetheart, Tony. And um, a few weeks after she uh, retired, she tragically passed away from an mm. illness. And he talked about that in his one of his interviews that he did and how he's nervous about this process. And he has her photo on his nightstand. And he's like, I talk to her every night. Wow. Like, should I be doing this? And... It, I was it's just like, like I was brought to tears and I love that they were high school sweethearts and I love that his daughters were the one who uh, pushed him to audition and he has grandkids so he's grandpa Jerry Gary Turner Wow! and uh, you know I just immediately wanted to call my mom and be like lady do you regret Get not signing show. up because i told her i said you gotta sign up for the golden bachelor yeah. and then she saw jerry gary turner and she was like oh man he is an attractive gentleman and i said <laughs> i know she's like and he seems so sweet and i'm like i know you could have been on the show missed you gotta you gotta strike missed when opportunity you see an op- opportunity you gotta strike but jerry gary turner is crushing instagram followers right now 
Yes. He just didn't he like yeah he's killing it right just he's like overnight overnight just the the followers are just I think ramping it's up. Fresh. Everyone's everyone wants this. We're excited for this. It's such an it'll be such a new dynamic too because because ever like we talked about last week it's like everyone's going to be interested in different things. Mm-hmm. They're gonna they're they're what's going to be important to them is going to be different mm-hmm. stuff we've never seen on the show. I know. So they're going to be, I don't know. It'll be interesting. I know. I know. And he's out here on the Instagram. He posted an Insta story to let us all know that he is on threads. So no Jerry, Gary Turner is way. out here on the social media. He's on the socials. <laughs> did he get a social for this or did he have one? Um, I mean, I'm not sure if he had a Instagram, then he scrubbed it and started fresh and changed his name. We know name he had a Facebook. Like, you know what I mean? He did have everybody a who's 71 has a Facebook. The I big did see, Facebook users. I did see Jenna from Date Card Pod, shout out, love you so much, uh, requested a follow from Jerry Gary Turner on Facebook. So I do know that he has a Facebook. Okay, got it. Um, but I don't know if, he's, if they had him like scrub his Instagram right. and then start over again or if he just got an Instagram. But if he did just get an Instagram, shout out that he is already on threads because I'm not even on threads yet no, you know what, what is i mean threads you know it's like some sort of twitter thing i don't even know but <laughs> but uh yeah he's just like you know guys and i'm on uh you know i'm on myspace again he's like i'm on all the platforms i can't wait for him to get a cameo i'm like i want to get a cameo oh. from jerry gary turner before the show even begins but then you got to like cut off the video to make it seem like it's just a personal message and you're like thank you so much we will links <laughs> for being a fan like tell him what to say be like i love your mom and dad it's meant so much over the years and you see him reading it and then you cut off the cameo part and just yeah, be like guys gotta, this is cross, amazing the cameo what part a out. shout out <laughs> Thank you, Jerry Gary Turner. Thank you, Jerry Gary Turner. So yeah, catch Jerry Gary Turner on threads. Catch him this fall at some point. We'll see what the situation is. I'm not 100% sure if they're going to have it overlapping with Bachelor in Paradise at the same time. Regardless, we're going to be covering it in some... We have to then figure out if there's going to be an overlap. We'll do like half and yeah, half we'll figure episodes. out, we'll figure out a, a way to do it but we have to we cover have this show we have to talk about jerry carry sherry gary turner <laughs> we have to talk about mr turner i am so excited the people are so excited it's it's time we've all been wanting an older it's bachelor, been a rumor bachelor for a long time. it's been a rumor for a long it's time it's actually happening and I absolutely cannot wait. Now, one thing I will tell you is that I did see, I believe it was Ashley I that put up some sort of um, petition okay. to get Ben Higgins to be the host of The Golden Bachelor. Why is that? I think she said that he really wants to do it uh, and he deserves his okay, shot at okay. being host. Um, and I got to tell you, I already saw that JP... Uh, Jesse Palmer has interacted with Jerry Gary Turner that he did a little interview moment with him that he revealed to Jerry Gary that he will be the first Golden Bachelor so I'm like is there going to be a war out here for a potential hosting position and how is JP going to feel about if Ben Higgins is getting a lot of signatures to be the host of the Golden Bachelor I feel like Jesse Palmer is set up to be this already but it might get wild out here put me in <laughs> let's do a petition Dude, for me petition, i'm trying yeah. to get in there petition me let's get the family together i'm trying to be on the show i'm trying to do about three hours of work per week and get paid six salaries so put me in you like i will dress up in a bigfoot costume for the entirety yes. of the show no big deal i will be but i will bring so much i mean i love we you know we love the job but like i do feel like <laughs> do you see the job yeah because he's just like hello <laughs> 
like I don't have the looks, but I got the charisma. You know what I mean? I'll walk in there and I'll bring so much more content than he's giving. I'll just be like in there and I'll be like endlessly hustling. Maybe so. Jesse Palmer is trying to produce tons of content all the time and the show is like, no, we just need you to give this right. much. I mean, maybe the Bigfoot idea was fully Jesse Palmer's. I wouldn't be surprised if Jesse Palmer was the one that was like, let me dress up and wander through the woods. Are we going to have a, an entire date centered around me being dressed up? I you think that's what really what... hilarious <laughs> would be Bigfoot stuff and the producers are like, okay, dude. <laughs> they turned up the AI. But then it, they, he has like a comment <laughs> box that just goes into nothing. And he just is always putting his ideas in there. And they're like, oh, thank you. There's a lot, of, lot this week. And then they just throw it in the trash. He's like, it's weird. They never oh, really consider it. <laughs> that just makes me so sad like, We for don't him. need creative for you. We just need you to be good looking. Okay. So just go out there and say your five words and call it a day. It really is a great gig. I mean, it I got, really got is. So it might be a battle. Yeah. If if Ben Higgins is getting a lot of signatures, I, I think JP is pretty much set up to be the host. But you never know. It might end up being a battle royale between Ben Higgins and Jesse Palmer, two bachelors of yore. <sighs> of going yore? <laughs> Of your going, ye. <laughs> going head to head to see who will be the host of this mm. show. Um, but we shall see. All right, we'll time see. will tell. We'll time see. will tell. Okay, so is it time? It's time. Is it time? Is it time? It's time. <laughs> is it time for us to cover the next episode of The Bachelorette? We need to get that UFC guy and have, have him on a button. Like, it's like, it's time. <laughs> it's time for charity. Our favorite bachelorette um another like we said incredible episode yes. another episode packed with drama yes packed with drama and packed with romance and i'm so excited to say that two of my most favorite men got one-on-one dates mm. so i was thrilled the whole thing the dates were fun it was just it's just all so good it's yes. just all so good so we start they are in washington um and jesse palmer comes in and tells the men all about the fact that this area of Washington is most notable for its Bigfoot sightings. In fact, underneath Jesse Palmer's name, it says notable Bigfoot enthusiast. Um, so again, yeah. <laughs> assuming that, you know, behind the scenes with production, when JP found out they were going to be at this spot in Washington, he's like, you guys, I have this idea for a date. And JP behind the scenes wouldn't stop talking about all of his Bigfoot theories and lore. Yes. I'm, I'm a little confused why they didn't do like a Bigfoot tour or like and then Jesse's like in the woods and they did like a whole bit but the fact that they didn't do anything regarding Bigfoot and that's like their number one thing there but that's why I'm saying I, I do truly believe that he, he is just it. so passionate about it and they were like we're not going to do a date and he's like can I at least and he just got it in his intro that they right. were like we're just going to let everybody know that he's saying this because he is a Bigfoot enthusiast and so Maybe that's why he just yeah. has to get it off his chest you know it's like when football players retire yeah. they like need something to do so some of them like start businesses and stuff. His whole thing is he just got really into Bigfoot. Yeah, 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 yeah. And his whole thing, his whole house is Bigfoot themed. You know, like his whole, his car is like a big furry, you know, like the Dumb and Dumber car, but it's just Bigfoot. Like he is just like, some people get obsessed with aliens. He's a Bigfoot yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, His role play in the bedroom, his wife's like, here we go again. Here we go again. He's like <laughs> walking by the window. He's like, oh. She's like, oh no, I'm just an innocent bystander in my house and he's like i'm horny <laughs> and he just like bangs on the door and she's like oh no bigfoot and he's like you know what they say about big feet 
Other stuff the big two. Uh, so that's, so that's what I'm thinking happened. Yeah, that's a hundred percent. That's the only explanation for yes. this random conversation uh-huh. and intro. Side note: Is it just Oceanside in Washington State? Like, where? What happened? Happened to like Croatia and like, you know, it was like it was always like these cool places that were like. You had to fly far, and, it, and no one on the show had ever been there. And they were always talking about, like, oh my gosh, I've never even flown overseas. Now it's like, I forgot who it said, but the guy's like, we're pumped. We're in Washington State. And it was just kind of like, yeah, I mean, what, like, well, Washington's great, but it's not like the destination where you fly. They always did those amazing destinations. Well, I will tell you this. Anymore. I will tell you this. Typically, the first few episodes, they stay in the States and then they make their way okay. out of the States. But because this is going so fast and there's only six guys left, I think that's why it's a little bit like, why are we still Next in the up, U.S.? Canada. But we're, and you're like, okay. <laughs> but we're only in week four. Yeah. So typically, they're at the mansion for a while. So yeah. this actually. They were moving, I think, fairly yeah. quickly, but I think it's because of the, the amount of men yeah. that are getting cut that we're like, why are we still Utah. here? Yeah. <laughs> they just start like doing a random Midwest like tour on a bus. I have said before, and I'll stand by this for forever, I really think that they should hit up the whole like uh, that one season of Rock of Love where they did Rock of Love on tour and Brett Michaels was like, all my ladies are on the tour bus. I think that they should do that one season with The Bachelor Bachelorette and they all just get in big tour buses and they do a full U.S. travel situation, a tour, mm-hmm. right? I feel like that would also be... Rock the of co- Love. That show is insane. <laughs> I think that would also be the cause for a lot of drama. Uh-huh. You know, being on a tour bus, you know Stuck how it is. Stuck in a bus yes, together, you, you lose your mind. Yeah, so you have that with a bunch of people that are already getting on your nerves and you're all stuck together. Can you imagine the men and Brayden on a bus together oh, traveling? I think they should have Brett Michaels be the host. Well, there you go. JP, another threat. What, what another are we out threat. here doing for Sorry, JP's dude. poor job? You know, he's really trying his hardest. He's, he's putting trying. on a goddamn costume. He's running around the woods. Like, bless him. You know, he's, he's really trying. trying. He's holding on to that job for dear life. <laughs> he's really out here trying. And honestly, if they would have been, uh, if it would have been a location that had the Loch Ness Monster, Ooh. you know, I would have been all in for that. Where is that? Is that like Northeast? Scotland. Okay. Very <laughs> Northeast on the globe. Got it. Understood. <laughs> Loch Ness. Okay. So big. Yeah. Okay. So he's a big foot. Yep. 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 And uh, we end up finding out that there is a date card and the one-on-one date is going to Dotton, who we absolutely we love. love. Now, while this is happening, um, we start to see the men having a lot of conversation essentially about how deeply they're into charity so quickly, how this process is absolutely working. And Brayden is the, in the background and Brayden is not liking what Brayden is hearing. He is like literally saying no one has anything compared to my connection. Correct. And my, my question is, how could you possibly know that? You can't. And he's just, he's pissed that other guys are talking about her in like a loving way. Like other guys are being like, you know, I'm really, I just am really feeling like the connection's going strong. And he's like, no, it's impossible because I have a strong connection with her. And it's just like, 
dude, am I missing something here? Like, well, at one point he said, how do these guys think that they, you know, have any sort of connection when they don't even know what her favorite color is? Yeah. And you know, I know that Zach Shalcross is back at home going, yes, you know how important it is to know someone's favorite color. I believe it was on Katie's date that he yes. asked her about her favorite color and look where Katie yeah. and him are at now, happily together. So he's right. <laughs> so if you don't know someone's favorite color, that's actually really true. Maybe the secret to love is knowing someone's favorite color because because it seems to be working. <laughs> now, the weird thing about color is that it's kind of like a first grade question. Sure. And sure. it absolutely is. And mm-hmm. it means nothing. And it tells you nothing about someone. Yep. 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 So I think what we're being told is if you're being very elementary about this whole thing, then you win. Uh, I apparently so. If you're like into the depths of like actually knowing someone, that's too too deep it's too deep let's it's keep too, it basic let's keep it surface what's level. your favorite chip what type of chips do you like what do you do you love a chip what's your favorite restaurant what's your favorite color yeah a restaurant might even be too deep too deep at I this think point it's too deep and you're just like yeah I like chicken nuggets and fries that's all i eat yeah keep it elementary yeah you got to keep it top level 100 <laughs> percent. and he colors. knows he lets what's us your know favorite <laughs> color that would take me five years to ask that question yes. i have two kids with you and be like oh yeah what is your favorite color like to think that's a question you get into early on is so insane to I, me. That's a question you ask when you're like, the conversation's dying. Correct. That's a question she could have asked. Warwick. Warwick yes. on the date. Like, what's your favorite color? Yep. You know what I mean? Like, because yep. she asked him basically, yeah, by saying, what's your favorite ice cream? So it was like yeah, similar. Yeah, when she was having to pull. A hundred percent. Yeah, but he, I mean, here's the bottom line, though. Brayden lets us know. Frick, ask me. Her favorite color Frick. is blue. Yeah. Her favorite color is blue. So he knows and he's already asked the important questions apparently. If once you know that it's set. Gosh. <laughs> but he just... he then is starting to in the ITMs really troll the guys. He is talking um about when Sean's saying that he can't wait for her to meet his parents and he's just like you don't know anything about her. Da, 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 da. Sean with his butt chin. Yeah, looking his like loser Prince with a butt chin. And then he, but then the one thing I did like that he did is he created a butt chin signal. Yeah, he did. And it was to put his finger on his chin. He did. So whenever anyone has a butt chin, you just do this, I guess. Like, that's a thing. Like, he came up with that so fast. The one at the, Out of the many things that were annoying about him this episode, I do appreciate a signal. Yeah. Or like a sign. Sure, sure, So sure, having sure. a butt chin sign is good. Sure. But yeah, he's, it, it's just, it's classic, like, it's like classic junior high stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like, that's mine. You know, that's what he's doing. He's like pissed that the show's not wrapped up and she hasn't sent everyone home because his connection's so raw and real. Well, and the whole thing is actually quite confusing at this point because, you know, it's the simultaneous, like, I really like her and we have the best connection. But then a little later in the episode being like, she's a nice girl and all, but I don't think I can get there with her. Yeah. And so there's a lot of mixed signals that are happening. Like, I'm going to leave um, a few weeks ago. Packed his bag class, three times. Packed his bag numerous times. Uh, the classless comment, which I won't get over. Um, I wish that she was more like, wait, remember what he says? Uh, I wish she could just turn it off every once in a while. Be real with me. He's like, I wish she would be the bachelorette. So stop being, yeah, stop, stop being, being the bachelorette. Actually, bachelor just be a real person. And it's like, gosh, can you ever stop talking? <laughs> I mean, every word that comes out of that guy's mouth is incriminating. Every word could be repeated back and told her, like, well, and what when possibly, <laughs> when are you going to learn your lesson? And when he shared that with Xavier, he was definitely, you know, he was checking for the cameras. Yeah, there was a lot of over the shoulder looks. He had his Sandoval pea coat on, the all yes, black. He just forgot to look down and see the microphone. <laughs> It's the one thing he forgot. It's like, oh, yeah, I have a microphone on me. Now, I do wonder if, if production regularly tells them don't the micro- microphones are off. 
I mean, to like throw them off. It's definitely an option. Because it's just so basic. It's like you got a full blown microphone on. Like, how are you possibly going to get tripped up thinking? I mean, I would imagine that after a certain amount of time of having a mic on 24-7, that you kind of just blank out. And and he's someone who just cannot stop talking. Well, and that's the thing. That's the thing with him is that at this point, you know, he's saying one thing and then saying another thing and being like no one has a stronger connection than her connection than her and I but at the same time like I don't even know how I feel about her and and it's all over the place and obviously the men are hearing that constantly Mm -hmm, too mm -hmm. so a lot of I'm sure they're feeling I'm sure a lot of the feelings that are being stirred from the men are hearing him saying complete opposites 24 7 coming in you know doing like some crazy dance being like that was the most amazing date of my life and it was incredible and i've never met someone like her and then two seconds later packing his bags and the guys are like what is going on right now yeah he's 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 really impulsive he really is it's just like every emotion he has he acts on yes so whether it's happiness he acts on it if it's fleeing he acts on it like he's very impulsive dude yes so his feelings are rising to the top at this point and it's starting to bubble over from his itms with his energy bus sitting behind the men doing a lot of casual drinking and glaring behind the making fun of everyone during this (laughs) during this episode and i have to say something I'll say it over and over and over again. Y'all know how I feel about Brayden and the things he said about charity and that I do not appreciate them. But man, does this guy give good villain. Great villain. He too. gives great villain. He gives like likable villain in that like he has a connection with her. He's not doing the classic moves that a lot of the old villains do where they're like, I'm the alpha. It's just obvious villain. Yes. He's always like, everything's cool, right guys? But obviously you're not anywhere near as great as I am. And like, it's annoying that you even have a connection because you're nothing compared to me. You know, he's very like, and then he's like back and forth and he's loving and he's kind and he's mean. And he's just like, he's very like, and a lot of his confusing. V- villainry is very just like over the top character, you know, where yep. he's just, as Tanner said, you're doing too much, bro. I think we're just seeing he really loves attention. I think so. I think he just loves attention. And when it's not on him, he like panics. And I got to tell you, if this guy is not on paradise, it's going to be the wrong choice. He would be great on paradise. He is an excellent paradise character i gotta tell you and i know all these people are like get him off the show and i'm like were you not entertained that's what you want in paradise the villains 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 all end up in paradise entertained charity which he gave to us is the ability to watch this man numerous times week after week where all of us were like i can't believe what i'm watching this is wildly entertaining Mm -hmm. and we were all quite entertained and i think on paradise now what he could have on paradise is a full arc like your typical villains get and then all of a sudden, you know, well, I think they watch themselves is, he, and they're like, I don't know if I want to be a villain again. That was a lot. Right. But then it also I think production will do that a lot and show a different perspective on yeah. someone. And clearly someone like Brayden is very charismatic. And I yes. could see him having a, a very different story on Paradise. I could see it. I yep. could see him restructuring the way he's acting, too. Me, too. Yeah, me, too. OK, um, well, before we talk about Dotton's date, let's take a quick pause, all right. quick pause. Um I have a very important question to ask you all. Do you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Most Americans think they spend around $80 a month on subscriptions, but the actual total is closer to $200 a month. If you don't know exactly how much you're spending every month, you need rocket money. And let me tell you, I was shocked and dismayed when I found out how much I spent every month on subscriptions. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions monitors your spending and helps you lower your bills 
all in one place. It is incredible. Yes. Rising prices stressing you out. If you're looking for ways to cut costs, you need Rocket Money. We all have those subscriptions we sign up for and completely don't need anymore uh, that we forget about and are still paying for monthly. Rocket Money will help quickly and easily find your subscriptions for you. And for any uh, of you that don't want to pay for it anymore, just hit cancel and Rocket Money will cancel it for you. It's really that easy. Rocket Money also helps you manage all your finances in one place and automatically categorize your expenses so you can easily track your budget in real time and also get alerted if anything looks off. Rocket Money actually saved us the other day when we got a weird charge on one of our Mm -hmm. cards. Um, Over 3 million people have used Rocket Money, saving the average person up to $720 a year. I know personally Rocket Money saved me $1,000 last year, so bless. We love it. Stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash momdad. That's rocketmoney.com slash momdad. Rocketmoney.com slash momdad. Listen, life is stressful and sometimes you need a little me time. And sometimes if you're in the mood, you need a little bit of spicy me time. Mm -hmm. Wink, wink, if you know what I mean. Uh, One of the ways I gift myself with a little me time that I always know will be hot, hot, hot is with Dipsy. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories and let me tell you, I promise, I promise these stories are sexy. It has truly become one of my favorites. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> Dipsy brings scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and realistic characters. Discover stories about second chance romances, adventurous vacation flings, and hot and heavy hookups. They really do have such a huge variety of these sexy audio stories. Uh, you are sure to find something for you. Dipsy is radically inclusive. They have some amazing celebrities voicing some of these stories. And new content is released every week. So in between listening to your favorite stories again and again, you can always find something new to explore. And trust, I do have some some of my faves that I go back to again and again, but I love always having something new to listen to as well. Uh, they also have soothing sleep stories, wellness sessions, and sexy stories you can read if you'd prefer that. Let Dipsy be your go-to place to spice up your me time, explore your fantasies, relax and unwind, or heat things up with a partner. For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to Dipsy Stories dot com slash mom dad that's 30 days of full access for free when you go to d-i-p-s-e-a stories dot com slash mom dad dipsy stories dot com slash mom dad okay so first up we have the Dotton one-on-one date mm-hmm. of which charity immediately says that he makes her feel very safe and very seen. He's got safe energy, big time. Which is what we talked about last week, specifically the scene part as well, that it so seemed like in that moment last week where she took him to her hotel room, Mm -hmm. that they were just mutually seeing each other the entire time. And that just continued on this date. Yeah. And they continued to see each other on this date when they both had to face a mutual fear oh my of heights. He knew it, too. He's like, we're going to do some height stuff. Well, he could tell. He's like, we're going to do some height stuff. I know I shouldn't have brought that up. Like, it's said, over. He goes, heights are one of my biggest fear. And I saw someone post a tweet. I think it was two black girls, one rose, post a tweet saying that this is what happens. And this is why you lie on your resume for yes. this show. You have to always say the opposite. If you are scared of heights, you say you love heights. Um, if you love snakes, you say you're scared of snakes. And they'll put you in an entire pit full of snakes. And then you'll just be like, oh, my God, I'm so scared. But you'll be loving it the entire time yeah i mean bungee jumping is not like entry level fear 
it's like even if you're not afraid of heights that's like insane scary bungee jumping is like top five things that i do not want to do we've done uh me and jess have gone skydiving together and uh, it was very scary, but it was very fun. Bungee jumping's way scarier because it's like it's such a shorter experience, and it's literally just like you're jumping off a building. I would so much rather skydive a hundred times than ever bungee jump. And when they walked up to that wildly high bridge and they looked below and it was roaring rapids below them, I was like, "Oh hell no!" Like on top of it. See, and people don't talk about this, and people people always talk about the jump. Sure, it's scary. But you know what's really scary? What? Is dangling there while oh, they pull God. you up. Mm-mm. No. Right? Oh, like the pull-up. Oh, you know my God. Saying? Upside down. I didn't like, even think about yeah, it. Yeah, when, when I go... Yeah, you're hanging like this. So when I go to a amusement park, if there's a big roller coaster, the scariest thing to me is not the drop. It's the... Oh, a thousand percent. That's what scares me ten times worse. The drop is a relief. Like, oh, it's over. But the, the clicking up is like you're kind of waiting. Is this thing going to break? Am I going to fall out of this thing? You're thinking all these thoughts. The same goes for when you're jumping. You're not thinking about anything. You're just like, ah, right. But then the second you bounce and then settle, now you're hanging. So you're thinking, is my strap going to break? Oh Am God. I going to oh slip God. out? Oh and oh then they're God. just slowly pulling you up like this. You're just going like this. No. And then... When they get you to the edge, you have to like pull yourself up while looking down. Like that to me oh, it's takes the fear way gnarlier. Oh, 100%. Also then just like the, even just the toes on the edge and then they made them go backwards. Is that typical for bungee jumping? I don't is backwards? Know. Because I, don't I feel know. like I've only ever seen front facing bungee jumping. Maybe it's actually easier to jump backwards because you're not looking at it. Maybe they, maybe they find that people looking at it like freeze up more. All I could think about was, you know, I'm so scared. I'm just such a scaredy cat, but like, the jump backwards, it's like I trip. Sure. I don't jump far than You know far what though? Now that I'm thinking about it, backwards is less face? scary. Backwards is less scary because you're not seeing what you're doing. You're just watching the bridge go away from you. Mm-mm, I'm way too much of a control really? freak. I need to see what I'm about to do. The, oh, the, the not wow. seeing what I'm about to do is like the same reason why I'm scared to die. Because I'm like, what happens after? And that's the scary part See, to me, me. what's... You understand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dangling is the scariest, though. Because once you hit the bottom, and if, if they said it's one of the tallest bridges in North America or oh, something. Oh, yes. So that means that when you hit full stretch, you're still so high. Yes. So you're, it's, it's not like you hit and then you're dangling like 25 feet below the river. And you're like, okay, there's the river. You're still like way up there. Well, and then they're pulling you up. And you're not, like if you were lowered down, less scary. Lowered up, you pulled up. Oh, God. Con- confirmation of this personally is exactly what happened when we went skydiving is, you know, looking over to do the jump was scary. The jump part was fun. It was as soon as they hit the parachute and then you have to float hanging. down in the parachute. And I was like, didn't factor this into my calculations no. that I'm hundreds of feet still above and <sighs> I'm having to just dangle in this little backpack with a guy behind me and just slowly float down and pray my landing is OK. That was the worst part. That part really scared me. Yes. But the fact that both of them. They did it again, too. That was awesome. That was so badass. But the fact that Charity was crying crying crying. before. And I give her so many props because if I was the lead, I'd be like, "Mm, no. I'd be like, "Mm, yeah. Like, no. Well, it shows you that in this case, like, she didn't have a say on her date, like, what they were going to do, even. It was just like. I'm sure if she was like, there's no way I'm doing this, that they wouldn't 
make her do it. Yeah. But the fact that she was so scared of it that she was crying beforehand, I, I just give her all the props in the world. Because if I'm the lead, I'm like, let's take this bungee jumping date. And how about instead we go to a tea garden, a yes. beautiful, misty tea garden in Ooh, Washington. It's a little fun. dewy outside. There's elk walking by. There's a beautiful roaring fire in front of us. And I'm going to say that instead of me diving off by a string, the highest bridge in North America. They should do a date sponsored by like Fear Factor. Oh my God. You know, like, you're like, you gotta drink a gallon of blood. And they're just like, oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? They remember that? how insane that show was? Like, is that, that's the kind of stuff where you'd be like, maybe I just won't do it. Like, that's maybe where you draw the line. If they yeah. did like a, like a fear factory, scary one or something where it's like, you gotta be covered in spiders for your date. Oh my God. No. No, they're like you're covered in tarantula. No, oh, this is this is God. the thing I'm though. Them right now, there is there are so many dates on this show that genuinely, if I was the lead, I guess I'd be a terrible lead. I would just be like, no, no. I'm not going to do no, that. I won't do it. Like I won't do it. They'd be like, oh, dodgeball date. I'd be like, I'm not going to do it because there's a chance that one of those balls is going to hit me, and so I'm Seriously. just going to say no right off the top for all of this. If it's not a spa date, if I'm not getting hit by branches at a spa, if I'm not you know, soaking in warm waters. If I'm not drinking champagne. Someone's not walking across my back. I'm the bachelorette. It's a no. It's a no. It's a no. That's all but I'm Dotton saying. But Dotton is so calming. You oh know what I mean? Gosh. He's so calming. He's so relaxed. And I feel like that really helped. He... If I would have been Brayden, he'd be like, ah! <laughs> no, you know what Brayden probably would have done? Take, take my shirt off to dominate this bridge. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to take my shirt off and I'm going to do this a hundred times. She would be scared and he'd like trick her. And yeah. do like a fake out and then yank her yeah, off with him and it would scare the living daylights like, out of her. This is not fun. Yeah, no. Think about this. Dotton's biggest fear is heights, and he was that calm. That is a green flag, That's baby. That's a calm dude right that there. That is a that is a husband lifelong green flag. If I'm seeing you when you are in a situation where you are the most scared and you are that calm, like if he wouldn't have said that. There's no way I would have known that he was nervous. Right. And I'm like, I want this guy with me forever. You know what I mean? 100%. A million green flags. 100%. Also, if I'm Dotton, I'm ten, uh, 10 times more nervous because I'm so tall. I'm like, have you measured this bungee situation? You know how tall I am. Like, I have more likely an opportunity like, for my head to get head hit. His head dips in the water and comes back out. That's what I'm saying. Like, oh, come on. Like, the man is so tall. I'd be like, you need to remeasure whatever you have going before because I am extremely tall. But they did it they and did they did it. it together and they did it again. They did it again. And that second time they did it, they were just big smiles and laughs. Yeah, you kind of break the fear a little bit. You know? I never could. Not with fear. Not with heights, though. I can't do heights. I never could. It doesn't matter how many times I would bungee jump over and over again. I'd be shitting my pants every single time. Yes. Every single time. Um, but then they have their night portion. There's more time. Yes. Very cute. They have their s'more time. They're all cozy and bundled up, which I have to say, you know me, I love glam. Yeah. I love a glam moment. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I think if I had a one-on-one -on -one date with someone that I really liked, which clearly Dotton for her. That's a cozy vibe. I like the idea of us staying like cozy yeah. and not having to go back to the hotel and like, you know, put on yeah. like some ball gown and you're in a yes. suit and then we're like in kind of a stuffy uh, you know, big right. theater situation. And you're kind of like uncomfortable in your dress, and you're yeah. like trying to. I'm just trying to sit there in a suit, and it's like the button. I'm having to do the button because <laughs> yeah. it's like you're. You know, yeah. I, 
I agree. I like the cozy energy. I like the cozy energy. And then they have the hot and sexy hot tub. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. But these two, they just start sharing. He's sharing about um, his roots and how he came over when he was four. She talks about, too, that she just feels so good around him. Mm -hmm. And he says something to her that my chills moment of episode four, he said that she gives him a sense of hope. Mm. And I got to tell you, if I am interested in somebody and what they say to me isn't, I just like being around you so much. Um, this is what I like about you. I think you're beautiful. All those things are great. But if someone tells me that I give them a sense of hope. <sighs> that's powerful. That's... It's not what's your favorite color for sure. <laughs> no. You know, it's a little deeper than that. Favorite color or you being my sense of hope. Yeah. you being, Or hitting a ball in the you know, Petco Park or whatever. It's like, I think there's levels here. I think so too. Yeah. I think so too. And um, he keeps making Charity cry these tears mm -hmm. and they are happy tears. Mm -hmm. And I've noted this in the past four episodes that Charity hasn't been crying a lot this season, which in Zach's season, I felt like she was crying a lot. You yeah. know, there was a lot of the stressful situations and everything going on. Um, and this season, she's been crying a couple times and she's been crying when she is with Dotton and they are happy tears. Yes. And we love to see that. Not the stressful tears, seeing someone that is constantly providing happy tears. Yeah. Um, and there's just something about them together, which obviously we said this last week where I'm like, I feel like I'm watching two people fall in love. That yeah. quadrupled this episode. Yes. You and I both kept looking at each other saying like, we feel like we're watching two people who have been like in a relationship for a long time. Yes. Not like there's not that chemistry and spark there of like the early days. Yeah, they right, have right, that, right, but right. there's this sense of comfortability. It's, just, it's very, yeah, it's very comfortable. It's very calm. It's very relaxed. And I think that like he, you know, certain, I think people also just have that energy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they're, they can really, and, and it's like Dotton brings that energy to a room. Yeah. So he's going to bring it to a relationship. So I think she just feels like she can lean on him and just relax and know everything's going to be okay. There's a big deep breath with Dot. Big Dotten. deep breath. Yes, yeah. hundred percent. And I noted it actually at the very beginning of their date when she picked him up. Charity always has just the best energy and the best smile and just makes everyone around her, I'm sure, just feel so yeah. seen. But there's something about when she's with Dotton and when she picked him up, I forget the comment that she made, but she kind of razzed him for a second and was giggling. And there was a looseness to her yeah, that reminded me of that feeling. You know, when you, when you're single and you meet someone and you have a chemistry with them and there's this weird level. And I feel like it only happens a few times in your life, but there's this weird level of when I'm around them, I f simultaneously feel that chemistry, but I also feel like I can be the version of myself that I am with my friends. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, that's like pure comfort, right? In a lot of ways, it's kind of like sometimes you can be on edge with your significant other, but then your friends are like the release. Yes. So to be able to go home and have the release, the chill, the calm, I can tell you anything. That's huge. I mean, that's like, that's very difficult to get. I feel like that's such a signifier of a relationship that can be so long lasting. Mm -hmm. But I do feel like it is something that you can pick up pretty quickly with someone. And I do feel like it's that difference of when you're in early days with someone and you hop in a car with them and you're talking to them 
the same way that you would when you hopped in the car with your friends yes. where you're not checking everything you're saying and thinking like, oh, what's the... How are they going to respond? Or I'm yeah, what's, what's the... what's the How should I answer this yes. or whatever where you're just kind of loose? Yes. I feel that with her yes. when she's around him. It feels like she uh, would act that way when she's out with her friends, except with this person, obviously, right. and they're having hot, hot makeouts right, 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 <laughs> in, right, right. Uh, in the jacuzzi later. Yeah. But to me obviously I don't think this is anything wild to say. It feels so much like Doughton is the front runner. He has to be now. There's just no, to me, there's just no, there's never a complaint. There's never a concern. She's always just like, this guy's amazing. He's making me giddy. He seems so far ahead. Yeah. And even when Brayden was having the conversations where he's like, no one has the connection that we had. I'm like, my dear, I have to be honest with you. I understand that you guys had like a fun time and obviously you guys enjoyed your time together. But even before Dotton had his one on one, that connection seemed stronger. Yes, and this date definitely quadruple doubled down on yeah, that feeling. I totally agree. You know, 100 percent, 100 percent. But because he so clearly seems like the front runner, it makes me feel like. He They're might not be. Mm, like the show's throwing us off a little bit. Like maybe he's bachelor energy, like oh, comes wow. in second. He would be a great bachelor. He'd be an incredible bachelor. Like, I'm but I don't, I don't see that. I think, I think there, I think he's going to be at least top two or three. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. Right. But like top two and then yeah. she picks someone else. I think the only way Dotton doesn't win this is if he messes it up or he play or he leaves or something happens like that. I, but I don't see unless someone comes out, of, someone comes out of nowhere. I don't see him. I think it's his for him. I think it's his to lose, if that makes sense. OK. OK. I mean, it definitely feels that way for right. me, but I do not see Dotton making any slip up. Well, that's up. what I'm saying. Like, unless But it also just happens. feels so blatantly like he's the front runner right now. Yeah. And the thing about this show is a lot of times they pull a sneaky move on you. It's true. So... They make you think something's heavier than it is. And sometimes really they isn't. have you get to know one of the other front runner guys yeah. a little better. Right. Because of Bachelor vibes. Right. Even though they've thrown us for a loop with The Bachelor the past couple seasons right. where you're like, oh, that's not who we thought you were going right, to right, right. choose. But in the past... That's what they've done. So it's kind of making me feel like Dotton feels like the clear front runner. But because of that, it might be like he is maybe second or third or something. Yeah. But I love him so much. I him. And I love them together so much. Yeah. So much. Beautiful. Beautiful. All the tears and all the chills <laughs> that I made you acknowledge the entire episode. <laughs> chills all day. Check out my chills. I, I, I uh, went from the, the chills on the arm move to I just throw my leg on Evan during the episode. And I'm like, what do you want me to do? Oh, chills. Got it. <laughs> observe. Observe. Um, okay. Then we have the group yes. date. Uh, before the group date, though, can we turn the air on? Yeah, because... it is boiling. Here. It's 100,000 <laughs> degrees in L.A. right now. No, We're going to turn it on. It's so hot in LA and I know the sound is annoying but we just we can't record without the air on also we don't want to lose the cameras because sometimes when those get too hot they break so let's get that air cooking okay air we'll is kicking air, <laughs> air is kicking and now it is time for the group date Evan I was obsessed <laughs> with this group date the Girl Scouts truly were they had more personality than the guys did by a mile these actors were 10 out of 10 it was funny though because someone definitely told them like hey be fierce and kind of like harsh i these and they're like hi boys <laughs> these just girl like, scouts came in with a chip on their shoulders that i lived for they were giving us like 
Clueless, the 2023. Yes. They're going to be like the the the, the plastics. The, yeah, the 2000 like you know 35 version of Clueless. One day they were just like, we do not stand for any of you men. You are here to impress the Queen Charity. Don't give us some dirt and sticks bullshit. Make it be good. <laughs> they were so. And they were intense. like the one girl was kind of haunted too. So like it was definitely like she was kind of looking at him like she wouldn't respond to them or even speak for a little bit. She's like. <sighs> And so I, I was really hoping that while they were foraging, they would be in the, they would be there and be like in the trees. <gasps> <laughs> that would have been good. All of a sudden, you just have random shots. They jump on you. Of the one haunted <laughs> girl just being like in the corner. Yeah. Lee, there were these, it's three Girl Scouts. And when the men came up, they were like, oh, hell no, boys. And they were probably 10 years old. Yeah. And one of the girls just kept this look on her face the entire time. And at one point, uh, Sean was like you all came out so cute and then you started acting like demons <laughs> and then when they had their little ITM the girls were like that was so rude and the one haunted girl goes but I am a demon <laughs> it was just that. like so insane like, I was like where them- are you guys from you guys <laughs> have like because like they're ready for it. They've been waiting for this their whole life. Give them a podcast. Give them a Netflix show. Give them everything. I wanted to. I wanted them on the screen the whole time. Now they are who Jesse Palmer should be worried yes. gunning for his job. I would not mind a child, uh, <laughs> child host, a or trio, like a, a trio of demon girls. <laughs> I loved them so much. I was so obsessed with them. Um, but all the men are coming into the forest and, you know, the Girl Scouts are telling them that this is now their time where they are going to show charity, their survival skills right. and answer certain questions for her. Now, Brayden walks in to this group date and he is asserting his dominance by not wearing enough layers he lets everyone know that the way he's going to assert his dominance is that he won't be wearing a jacket in these freezing temperatures. There's nothing cooler than not being cold. You know what I mean? Like that's that's in that's in the Golden Fedora handbook. If you want a lot of makeouts, don't ever be cold. Cold shows weakness. So he's out there like in a t-shirt being like, I'm not cold. I'm stronger than you guys. And the guys are like, okay, dude, I just don't, I want to enjoy my date. Brayden is just an interesting character because I will be real with you. I did not see this coming from the first episode with our scarved earring, bubbly guy to then all of a sudden just be like, I'm carrying this big stick and I'm showing all these losers that I'm stronger. Stronger than them because I don't wear enough layers and I don't get cold. Although I kind of wish I was like just more like that in the way that like I just looked at the world like so simply because it does it does seem like you know he's like if you're thinking in terms of favorite colors and like man sticks and like (laughs) you're just probably not like thinking about the hard times of the world. You're just like I don't want to have my shirt on because it means I'm a more of a man. And what's your favorite color? Like. There's something just simple about that where I'm going like, maybe he doesn't have all the stress of the world that we're all can thinking I, about. Can I hold your hand and affirm yeah. something? I'm really glad you're not Okay. Well, I'm just saying. I, I'm really glad. I'm very glad. It's insane. But it, the whole attitude just is so, it just really threw me off from the first episode. And then, of course, it continued in the following episodes where then it was, again, the classless comment in like the how dare she kiss someone. And then in this moment again with Xavier where he's like, I wish you just wouldn't be the Bachelorette where you're like, Brayden, the show is the Bachelorette. So it's unfortunate that you're referring to the bachelorette being the bachelorette yeah. and like also 
again, it's the whole energy with the, the, the date conversation a few weeks ago where you're somehow putting this on her. You're making this about her that she is in the bachelorette zone. Yeah. You know what? She is the bachelorette. Yeah. She also has an insane schedule. She's dating 30 people. She's having to date 30 people. She's doing, you think you're tired and busy right now? Charity is having to go on dates 24-7, ITMs nonstop, in and out of hair and makeup. I mean, it is He's flipping the script, too, because he's he's basically, like, blaming her. Yes. Instead of realizing that, no, because I'm not the bachelor... I then have to go out of my way to be extra caring for her and being there for her, asking her the questions, getting to know her. It's not her job to like make you feel good all the time. And like, I think that's where he's just missing the whole point of this. And on top of all of it, I mean, she doesn't have to, but she has been doing that for him. I'm just saying, yeah, but she's been, he's saying that and it's not even like she's been constantly, she's been making everyone feel so welcome, but it's more like he's just in this zone where he's like, I don't like the fact that I have to do with this whole show thing. She's also constantly affirming him. Yes, constantly. Every episode. Giving him three or four different chances, the whole thing. So many chances, constantly affirming him when he's coming to her saying like, I don't know if I can do this. Like, I mean, it's like, what is going on? But he shows up with his stick with not enough layers on and when the girls demand that the men go and grab food from yeah. the forest um brayden somehow finds radishes or turnips that's fake <laughs> they, that's like the truffle pig thing have you heard about this that like a lot of times if you used if you go on truffle pig like uh tours I didn't know that they had those, but go yeah, ahead. Yeah, they'll throw truffles out there before you get there. And then they'll be like, whoa, we found truffles with the pigs, but it's all fake. That was the feeling I was getting with the radishes. Because everyone else found, like, a couple random things. And he found full-blown, like, foli- foliage. Yeah, no, the producers... Maybe not, maybe full-blown, like, grown things. You <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, well, like... He's like, look, I found carrots. And you're like, get out of here, dude. No, the producers were like, how are we going to get these men more frustrated with Brayden? It's by making you all actually hunt for potential food items. And we're going to hand Brayden a farm. We're going to open this storage barn and you will find everything you need in here. And just dig around to your yes. heart's desire. Yes. But he was, you know. He just made it all about himself. It was such a show. It was jumping around, trying to it be was funny. Entertaining. <laughs> yeah, I know, totally. It really was. But he was just, he was doing the thing where it's like, look at me, be funny doing this thing. And he was like trying to entertain the camera the whole time. And here's the thing it's annoying, but it's what does make shows like this work. And so if you're not doing that, there is a level of like, I appreciate an annoying person on shows like this. A thousand percent. Because they, they bring, obviously, if I was if I was one of the other guys, I'd be losing their minds, and they were. But it, we do love someone who's annoying because it does create, like, it tension. It creates, creates a dynamic in the show. But he's not even thinking about her the whole time. He's just, like, trying to be entertaining and funny, and he's just, hey, guys, look at me the whole time. You know, he's just trying to steal everyone's camera time. Like, you know, someone's doing an ITM in the forest, and he's, like, behind him going, ooh, like, putting the bunny ears on his head. Like, he's just got that, like, energy where it's, like... Are you one of the Girl Scouts? Justin like, Bieber vibes a little bit. Big time Justin Bieber. Young Justin Bieber energy. Yes, yes. Um, but it's it's interesting because, you know, he's crawling around on all fours, like you said, just enjoying the camera yeah, time, biting into the, the radish over and over again, disrobing more and more. You know, by the time we see him at the very end, he doesn't even have a shirt on. And the ITMs, yeah. Lord knows it's freezing out there. Mm-hmm. And he just is... The thing about Brayden... And I was seeing a lot of chatter online about how 
you know, people were saying that the level to which the men were calling him out and getting mad at him wasn't justified, et cetera, et cetera. Here's the bottom line. Two things. Number one, maybe it wasn't justified to the extent at the very end. That's some people's opinion. Um, but it was very entertaining yes. seeing all the men, you know, get all hopped not, up about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Number two, let's be real here for a second. I'm not saying that these men are not so already in love with charity and so concerned about protecting her. I'm not saying that's not the case, but I think the bigger issue here of why they want Brayden out isn't even the competition energy. I believe that it's, have you ever gone on a road trip or had a roommate or a camp experience where someone in your cabin is driving you up a wall and anything they do makes you bananas and you will do anything to get them out because when they start to breathe you're like i can't stand this person why are you doing that i believe that is how the men are feeling with brayden because non-romantic ick a thousand percent because the love the what i'm seeing with the whole brayden dynamic is that as each week increases their patience is diminishing now of course they're hearing him say these things in the house that are not what he's saying to charity and so they're concerned about that but I think the reason that they're like, get him out is because they're not getting their time with charity because every single cocktail party, every single cocktail party I checked has gotten cut off because of him, because of Brayden. Like you'd be losing your mind. And these men are getting cut left and right. And so they're like, you're the reason every single time. The amount of guys that he's cut just from taking all the attention on him is... The most ever. So there's that. And then also, you know, these guys spend a lot of time alone together without cameras. And Brayden seems like the type of guy who, if you like him, you like him. And if you don't, he drives you insane. Because the man is constantly talking he can be very braggadocious it's a lot of like hey watch this you saw him go into the washington house and like put the uh or the hotel and put the antlers on right away and it's very much like hey guys watch this they're exhausted the whole process is is exhausting and they're so annoyed with him so that's why i think they want this man out seriously that's what i think seriously this is my theory yeah it's been the the grinding the grind, yes. Every day, the grinding, the, the canceled parties, the lost time. They're seeing their friends get cut because they're, they're, so they're now they're feeling they're on the chopping block. You know, they because, see him coming back. So that's frustrating. Yeah. Because initially, I felt like everyone was relatively patient with him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then it's just week after week. Ugh. When you see John coming at him, you're like, John has been so low key. Now, you know, you've crossed a certain line. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's my theory because we then see when all the guys then show up with all of their, uh, foliage and food possessions, Tanner, another one who seems low key is just like, do less bro. Brayden is eating the turnips. The girls are like, why are you eating the turnips? Who would you eat in the group? And everyone says Brayden. Everyone says (laughs) Brayden, which shows you what I think also was like a big (laughs) thing for, uh, uh, for charity. Yes. When she saw again, it's still bad. Yes. And she's like, everyone hates him. That was a, probably a big ick. Yeah, being you like, saw her face. You, you it saw was that like, like no. that might be it. You know what I mean? You saw her kind of like 
be done with him at that point almost because she was just like, I'm tired of this. And it was the attitude. Then when they asked, you know, how do you want the journey to end with charity? And like, you know, Aaron B was like on a knee. Someone else was like engagement. And then Brayden says, I want to be content. Takes a bite of the radish, turn up, whatever. Content? What does it even mean? Content? What do you mean content? That doesn't even make sense. We're talking about dating someone. What do you mean content with yourself, with life? What are you talking about? That was when I feel like her face started to really shift. And again, whether she was keeping him um, because of the chemistry they had or if she was keeping him because producers were like, keep him and she sees that he's making the show entertaining. That was the shift where it was like, we're going to be done with this. And then we see Brayden and ITMs starting to say they're all wanting to fight for her love and she'll give it to who she wants to give it to, in my opinion, which again, to a certain extent is true. Yeah, You can fight for something someone's love and the person might not might be like you're not the one for me i'm gonna give it to who i have the most connection with but what is the show the show is called the bachelorette it's not the bachelor you're not the bachelor brayden it's all about fighting for charity's heart that is the premise of the show that from day one and he is now shirtless to continue to assert the dominance in the itms and he says that i love life i'm not going to settle for anyone that's not going to make my life better I like her. She's an amazing woman, um, but she just not might be the amazing. But she might just be the amazing woman for someone else, not me. Mm. Um, so now we're seeing him all of a sudden turn this corner. <sighs> I'm getting the vibe from him that he is a very competitive guy. Clearly, he's said that in ITMs before that he's extremely competitive. I think he is now finding himself in a position where he's nervous because he almost lost the rose. He's now hearing all these men who are like, I also have a strong connection with her. And I think he's just getting over not feeling like he's on top. Yeah. And is like, I'm just going to leave because I want to be on top and I'm not feeling that way right now. And I'm out. Yeah. And then we have the night portion of the date. Um, But before that, let's take a quick pause. Quick pause. Um, Family, in recent times, I have been trying to do right by my body. And that includes the hair and the scalp health, my friends. Finding a product that actually works and is made with clean ingredients. Luckily, I found one. My saving grace. And that is Vegamore. With Vegamore, I get products that are made with clean ingredients and give me visibly healthy hair and a healthy scalp. You know how much I love Vegamore. Oh, yes. With Vegamore, you can get visibly thicker, fuller, shinier, longer hair uh, without all the harsh ingredients. All Vegamore products are 100% cruelty-free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. All of Vegamore's products are a 10 in my opinion. I'm obsessed with their shampoo and conditioner because the key is consistency in your routine for your most beautiful, healthy-looking hair. And having a shampoo and conditioner just makes that consistency so simple. And, oh my gosh, Vegamore's value kits like the Grow essentials kit are great because with them you get to try more than one amazing product at a great savings and when you sign up for a monthly subscription you save more and you never run low on the products you need to take care of your hair give yourself the hair you never thought you could have with vegamore for a limited time your mom and dad listeners get 20 percent off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash mom dad and use code mom dad at checkout that's v-e-g-a-m-o-u-r dot com slash mom dad code mom dad to save 20% on your first order v-e-g-a-m-o-u-r dot com slash mom dad code mom dad 
Okay, so then we have the night portion of the date, which the men are sitting and talking, and this is when it starts to get a little explosive. Um, the men are talking about marrying Charity soon, and Brayden is talking about how he thinks their perspective is naive. And listen, here's the bottom line to me. I believe, I hear what Brayden's saying, and we yeah. talked about this before, what he's saying about, like, I don't know if I can be ready at the end of this. Obviously, the show is wild. Like, the fact that you don't know someone super well and then you get engaged, I totally get it. But it's all about the way that it's being done. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. It's like talking... What it is, to me, is taking it from a personal opinion to everyone should feel this way. Yes. You know, he's kind of going, I feel this way. Therefore, if you don't feel this way, you're naive. Right. And it's like... How come you can't just say, I'm someone who really struggles with this concept. It's hard for me. But instead, he's like, there's no way for anyone to actually be down for this. Right. If I don't feel this way, then it's not possible. Yes. And the thing is, it's like, you know, again, he the guy is 24 years 24 old. Year, I totally understand it. And there's numerous men in the room who are in their 30s who might have a very different perspective they than you. way more and they're like, you know what? I'm ready for a serious thing and I don't need as much like pre-roll here. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So that's when it starts to get kind of intense yes. and um Aaron then is saying you know calling him out saying like there's no optimism in his voice he's talking about his actions in the house you're just seeing these guys <laughs> they're, so, they're starting to freak out they're, so over they're losing it. their mind and charity walks into a heated conversation and she right away knows what is going on and is like brayden what is it now yeah what's going on She's now got that tired look like yes. i just can't do this again with you like we're done at this point we're done and that's when we find out that apparently he has back packed his bags twice which i'm assuming then his bags are packed at that moment right so he's preparing himself to leave um and so she ends up pulling brayden aside and he says that he is not excited since they've been in washington because their last conversation wasn't fun that's a weird thing to say about someone which it showed uh, it was very it was immature. Yeah, like you got called out for something and that wasn't yeah. fun. Right. So that's not a good... It's not like one thing to be like, yeah, we had a serious conversation, but to be like, it wasn't a fun conversation because you were tweaked at me. It's like, that's... Exactly. That's it was kind of then putting it on her. And the thing about it is, we all know when there's romance afoot, that there's a lot of conversations that aren't always just like fun, for yeah. shits and giggles. Like this is a stressful situation. This is where I really saw the guy's opinion. It makes sense for the first time, like truly. Like I always felt it, but I was always like, oh, maybe whatever. But now I was like, I get it. Because he's, he's basically being like, I want to casually date this person. Yeah. And these guys are here for marriage and she's here for marriage. And he's going... And they're going, you're wasting everyone's time. You're getting people kicked off the show because you're stringing her along. You're you're charming with your words, so you're keeping her interested. And reality is, is we're all getting cut because... And then we know you're not going to be here in the long term. So you're just, you might as well leave now because you're wasting everyone's time. So that's right. when they're really getting frustrated. Right. And that's the thing, too, that even if there were... Even if there are men there who aren't going to maybe feel technically ready at the end of this to get married, that's what's being presented. Right. And so I think for him to kind of just be brazen brazenly putting it all out there but then just saying this isn't fun but i have the strongest connection with her if i'm one of the guys i'm super frustrated going yeah. you've gotten the most time with her all the cocktail parties have ended uh short because of and you. you don't even think you want to be here and you don't yeah. even think you want to be here and you're talking about it not being fun and but of course charity is now getting a little frustrated yeah. <laughs> like this woman has just like the the most never-ending patience and now you see her like 
she tells him, I have made it very clear and plain and simple to you how I feel about you. You have asked, I have affirmed. What else am I going to do in this situation? And now I'm feeling like you're wasting my time because I don't even know if you want to be here. And again, I know I said it before, but that's my feeling that I... I'm, I'm, I'm getting with Charity and Brayden's conversations is that yes when she's having these conversations with the men she's like I'm here to have this end in an engagement yes. but she also sounds open to having these conversations with someone like Brayden knowing that maybe he doesn't feel like he knows if he's ready yes. at the end and she appreciates the honesty but the difference is are you being honest with me or are you just stringing this along right, to right. stay here? That's the big difference. And she feels that. That's, that's the big difference. And the men feel that as well. Yes, 100%. Um, and he says, he does a self-elimination. He says, I feel like I like you, but I feel like I don't want to be here right now. I don't think I can get there with yeah. you in this environment. And she walks him out. And she wasn't sad. She wasn't crying. She was annoyed. She was probably sad that like she, the connection's gone. But like you could tell that... like the exhaustion had taken over with him because she wasn't crying. She wasn't like, how could you do this? She was just like, okay, sounds good. Bye. Can I walk you out? Like, <laughs> she's like, she's like dude, I'm so out. tired. Like I'm not even, I don't even like you anymore. She, she, there was a little subtle diss too. Remember when she was talking to the Girl Scouts and she's like, oh yeah, Brayden's not the smartest at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like she was already done. <laughs> she was like, we're she done. Was done. <laughs> we're done. There's a good chance he would have gone home that night without oh, even this drama. I think, I think highly, that would be highly likely. And she said in her ITMs that he was playing the victim and not taking accountability. And he reminds her of some of her exes in the past. Um, and in this limo exit, though, Brayden does make the comment, which I'm like, I said a couple weeks ago, I'm like, if Brayden gets eliminated, he will be coming back. And he said in the limo that the door doesn't feel completely shut. So I'm like, OK, but of course, we know Brayden's coming back. But when she gets back with the men, this is the first time. And again, so many props to her. This is the first time where you're like, Charity is ready to have a drink with her girlfriends, have a nice margarita and talk about what went down with Brayden and not have to just sit and be in bachelorette mode. Seriously. You could tell she was so tired. She's done. I give her so many props to continuing to hang out with everyone and not cutting it off there. I'd be like, producers, it's time for me and you and mm-hmm. you to go to the hotel bar. I need a drink and I need to talk about all of this. Having to be clear and flirty Ugh. and ask deep questions. Uh, after <laughs> drama just went down, I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm falling asleep right now thinking about it. Like, I literally am getting tired. I'm yawning because I'm just thinking about how tired I would be after one of the dates, let alone a million of them. You would do one date dude, I can't and even, you're sleeping for a week. You would be such I, a bad lead. <laughs> I would be the worst lead of all time. I couldn't do it. If they said this year we're doing three people, I'd be like, maybe two. Maybe two. <laughs> you, you and Warwick are very same same. Yes. You'd be sleeping through all the ITMs. Yes. They'd just be like Evan. I'd be like, I'd be like what? Evan? Oh yeah, we gotta do this again. Sure, <laughs> no problem. I don't know. Cut them all. I don't care anymore. I'm tired. <laughs> I'll try to grab some of their Instagram handles on the way out and see if this works in the real chips? world. <laughs> do you guys have pizza? This is insane. 
<laughs> but she then sits down with a couple of the men. We do get confirmation from her that she is grateful for Aaron B protecting her mm-hmm. and looking out for her. Um, she talks with Joey. They have a nice makeout. Sean, Michael, they're doing bird calls. He wants to make out. You know, she's like, you just tell let's she's just keep like, bird oh, calling. Yeah, let's just do this. <laughs> um, but she gives the group date rose to Joey, yes. which I'm sure Sean thought it would be Sean. Of course. <laughs> Sean's like, what, again? How's this possible? How's this even possible? I win. Dad. <laughs> Dad, sue someone. Dad, raise their taxes. Because I am not having this. Raise their individual taxes. <laughs> their personal individual Only taxes. Them. <laughs> um. So then next we have... Xavier's one-on-one, yes. which I was so happy about because I've been saying, let us see more Xavier. Yeah. Um, they're doing some fun local things, the fruit festival, stepping in some pear jam, bobbing for apples, which by the way, I am not, not a it's, fan. It's kind of like a, it's brutal. It's kind of like a drowning moment. Yeah, it's like a torture thing and or something. And you're like inhaling water as yeah, you're trying you're like, to... Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like sitting there, you're like, that was fun. And you're like, not really. Another moment where, bless Charity, I'd be like, no. Like, our makeup's going to get all messed up I from dunking my your makeup. head in water. I'm not going to dunk my face and bob for these mm-hmm. apples. It's going to really mess with my yeah. my uh, TMJ situation. Yes. I'm getting locked, locked around these jaw. apples. <laughs> oh my God, let go. You're like, you're like our dog. You're like Arthur. He like won't let go. He locks his jaw. It's like, let go, let go. And he's just like, Arr. that's what you would be with that apple. He'd lock in. Okay, I guess his apple's staying here until someone eats around the rest of it. Oh Xavier, our date just changed. You're going to have to eat through this apple to, to get to me. me. Yes. <laughs> um, but throughout this, she has, she's feeling reserved yes. because she says that Xavier reminds her of people that she dated in the past as far as chemistry. Um, she said little things like the compliments. And she doesn't want to just be attractive or pretty to someone. Yes. Um, and she's like, I know that he's probably just being sweet, but I need to get to know more from him. And throughout this whole date, you see her having this chemistry with him. And, you know, when he's looking deeply into her eyes or like looking at her where she's flustered and blushing. But there is a little bit of uh, a wall up. The vibe I was getting was that he wasn't opening up all the way and he was kind of giving a little bit more like being more mysterious yes and i think and then like again only complimenting like her looks mostly so i think she was getting like that i'm very attracted to you i like you a lot but i'm also like trying to learn from my past mistakes and then we are both kind of looking at each other like this doesn't he doesn't seem like he's really being himself it almost yeah. seems like maybe he got nervous and he was trying to kind of play it cool yeah and then once they got later that's when you saw the kind of oh okay the walls are coming down a little bit and now we're seeing him well that's the, the thing that she said is that she's like i'm going off of a feeling right and it's not fair to him and that was super interesting yeah. to me um, because obviously then we get we have a reminder and a window into her past again about the cheating that she's yes. walked through. And so she says that she needs to find out about loyalty basically on his end. And, you know, if anyone, someone who's ever been cheated on um, or has walked through like infidelity in the family or anything like that, you know, I can say firsthand it's that stays with you. Yeah. And I'm really happy for her that she was able to have this conversation with him. The conversation not only took them to next level, but also just really 
seemed to solidify a comfort for her as well, where then mm-hmm. she was able to kind of have a deep breath and be like, yeah. okay, I'm going to get to know Xavier as Xavier. It's really hard not to put your old relationships on new ones. Right. So I thought that was really good that she identified that. And he started sharing with her about, you know, how in a relationship he feels like he's giving a lot and he's worried that it's not going to be reciprocated. And that's kind of how his last relationship essentially was. And when he asked her what her biggest concern about is in marriage she said it's infidelity again as someone who's walked through that with like family stuff that resonated so much with me I thought that that was a really vulnerable powerful conversation that they had because when you've experienced it like that that stays with you um and having him look at her and say you're gonna get complete honesty from me I feel is really what she needed to hear from him And he told her about how he does anything he can for the person that he loves. He talks about how his dad did everything he could in whatever way for his mom when she was walking through her sclerosis. He's invested his whole life into helping her with his career. Um, And she just got that big sigh of relief. So now she's able to step into this relationship with Xavier where she's getting to know Xavier for Xavier. And of course, again, I can only speak for myself. I can't speak for charity, but when you've walked through those types of infidelity, it's always there. And I think that that's fair and to have that present in your mind and use that as a way to decipher and process through certain things I think is great. But I also now think that they're going to have um, a different fighting chance yeah. in their dynamic together because yeah. she definitely seems to get blushy and shy around him. And Xavier is clearly an extremely handsome man yeah. who yeah. has very amazing energy mm-hmm. what i thought at first was maybe kind of like i'm cool energy i'm yeah. like i think he's just a really gentle he's guy he's very chill he's very gentle but that he's initial spoke I, I do feel like he had the walls up a little bit in the beginning sure and i do feel like she sensed that mm-hmm. but i do think during the dinner and during the later not i felt like we were oh and now we're seeing yes kind of him saying I'm, you know, I'm capable of a lot of love, but I'm nervous about that. And she's saying, well, I'm nervous about someone not loving me. And it's like, kind of seems like a good fit, you know? Yeah, totally. And I do have to say, I saw this on Instagram. Someone caught it, but there was a moment the next day when the men were getting ready for the cocktail party and he was knitting the pocket square that he used for his wow, suit later. That's crazy. <laughs> and I'm like, now that is a move and a half. It's wild. I mean, to have a partner who I'd be like, Xavier, you know what? I am just in the mood for like a gorgeous little hat or like some gorgeous mittens and Xavier's there and he's you. like, girl, I got you. Like, what color are you looking for? What What's your dress? Let's, you know, what what are you wearing? Okay, I'm going to knit a pocket square to match that for later tonight. Are you joking? Yeah. He's he's deep. You yeah. know, all this stuff with his work and his mom and everything. It's like there's depth there that's really powerful that, that you once you kind of get him like once you get him on a one-on-one he starts to open up a thousand percent you know a thousand percent so i thought the day went really well i thought it went really well and i thought i was really happy that he was able to get the rose at the end kind of show his show his sensitive side me too and i feel like with xavier again i think that maybe he's a little shy in front of the cameras but we've had a lot of moments with xavier too with the men yeah um where i feel like we've had a window into his character which Mm -hmm. i've really enjoyed where when he's interacting with the guys he is like he told her i'm gonna be honest with you and i feel like of almost all the 
little quick glimpses of the the men we've seen in the house, we've seen Xavier probably more than anyone be like, hey, that wasn't cool. Yes. And be really fair and direct in his judgments and also be direct in his honesty. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Yeah. I think he's just a little bit shy and maybe takes a little bit of time. He's a slow burn a little sure, bit. Sure, But I have high hopes. <sighs> and we'll he's see. also so cute. Okay, well, chill. <laughs> we don't need that. That's unnecessary. Okay. Um, so then we have... The next day, we get a quick Bigfoot sighting across the lawn. Jay Palmer is uh, out and about. We see a slight figure in the corner. He's he's, just out there by himself working on it, trying to find it. He's feeling wild. They can't get him to return to set because he's out. They're like, where's Jesse? They're like, he took the Bigfoot suit and he's just really exploring. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) He's FaceTiming all of his friends. He's like, guys. Where did you say it was? He's like, I want you guys to be here when I find it. So insane. Um, then we see the men on the treadmill in their suits. That was very confusing. Very confusing. And then we're hearing the guys just continuing to affirm their feelings on Brayden, their yes. annoyance with Brayden. We hear Caleb talk about how over Brayden he is. And I was like, that just broke Brayden's heart. Yeah. Brayden is like, I fought for you, Caleb. I fought for you. I told everyone you deserved the world, and you say this about me behind my back. Caleb makes me laugh, too, because he's like, I am falling for this girl. And it's like, you've been, literally had two conversations with her. Like, that was funny. Caleb's funny to me because Caleb's, like, so emotional. He's just like, oh. And even at the end when he leaves, he was just like, I just want to let you know that you have great guys here and we could have been something special and she's like really like i feel like he's like you showed me what love is yeah and it's like we barely had a conversation like he's like i don't think we've seen any one-on-ones with caleb and he's just like i was falling for you and i gave you my heart and she's like what she's like i've barely talked to you once (laughs) i won dodgeball and i was like okay um okay so then cocktail party yeah the men are having their moments with her aaron b is giving massages so you know i'd be into that i'm like bring it on head scratchies full body massages hell yeah uh dotton she brings Dotton a picture of herself when she was a little girl and he says this little girl deserves to be happy i'm crying she's having more joey makeouts her and tanner that was actually really cute when she's like, let's go find Sasquatch out here. And yeah. he's like, that's why we're here. And she's like, no, I just want to make out with you. Cute. cute. Um, then. Then he returns. We hear the Sasquatch music. Yeah, they were trying to do like, here it's he comes. It's funny that they're doing the whole Bigfoot thing. And then he's in flip flops. Yes. So they're like Bigfoot open toed shoes flip flops and a scarf is a wild move by the way it's a wild it's move. confused look also i think it was a dominance assertion yes. because it's freezing and it's nighttime now and he is an open toed shoes and it he led us to it led us to sean's comment which is like this guy rolls in on flip flops and a <laughs> and a scarf it's so lame and then the producer goes well you have a scarf he goes but this is cashmere it was like, oh my gosh, the bougiest comment of all time. Like, oh, please. My daddy will this pick me up in his jet. Scottish me off. That was big Scott Disick energy. Yes, big Scott Disick big energy. Big Scott Disick energy. <laughs> um, so then he comes in to see her. The men are pissed, baffled, and pissed. They're, that's when they start yelling. I'm like, ah! <laughs> they walk, he walks by them, and he doesn't say a word to them. 
and goes directly to where Charity is. She is making out with literally mid tongue with wonderful John, mid tongue, wonderful John. He's having his moment. You are hearing the sounds of the yeah, smacking, some... and Brayden is waiting in the Just wings. There, waiting. I wish he had a radish or a turnip on him, to crunching eat, yes. into it, and he is just standing there. And the look on their faces when they turn around They're and like, see him haunting. I also wish that Girl Scout was with him. I wish he brought We've them. Joined forces. Yes, he's like, let us retrieve yeah. her together. <laughs> and then, and then, so then they see him, and they're both shocked. And what he says to her is remarkable. Remarkable. I was expecting. I acted too quickly. I was too emotional about this whole thing. Blah, blah, blah. He comes in. And he's just like, I am sorry about how this went down. So sorry about this. But I want to let you know <laughs> that, you know, just don't feel bad about anything. It wasn't your fault. And then she goes, oh, I'm sorry. I know that it's not my fault. Then he goes, don't be sorry about anything. Like, hey, man, do you know what's going on? Like, when she says, I'm sorry, but it wasn't my fault, she's not actually saying, <laughs> I'm sorry. So, my favorite, though, yeah, was when she just goes, well, I'm sorry. I know it's not my fault. And he goes, don't be sorry. And it's like, that, like if that was the energy that was going on in the house, I could totally see why the guys yeah. are losing their mind. And she was a 10 during that. She was just like, how are you back? She's like, leave Don't already. tell me that I should know that it wasn't my fault. She's like, oh, but I know that I had the power as Bachelorette, and I continued to affirm you and kept you around for weeks and gave you multiple chances i'm aware insane. that it wasn't my fault insane now i will say this to you okay the way that he ended up ultimately then walking away physically moving aaron b calling the men that was too much calling the men jackasses saying i'll fuck you up meet me in pb <laughs> Yeah, it was crazy. Meet me outside our favorite bar in PB. That yeah. was too much. It was too much on everyone's thing. Because what happened was like, we know that he's now capable of this. Yes. In my opinion. And the fact that they like chased him out. It was everything to it me was though. Insane. <laughs> it was They're everything like, to watch. Here. They're like running after Bigfoot. They're like banging pots, you know, like bang, bang, get out of here. Because that's what they were doing. They were like, get, 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 get out of here, mean. And they were, it was literally like a court of law. Yeah. And they were using his like party bus or whatever to go in and be like, I'm going to give you a piece of my mind now because now it is time for me to let yes. you know what you have done to all of us. But that, that's my thing. When he was doing that, I was like, oh, Brayden, no, it's too much. Yeah. But I do believe that we saw a couple moments where when he like was on his way out he said yeah. something about like not wanting this yeah his energy too when he even walked in and sat down with charity it he looked so over it this to me was very clearly producers were like oh, you need to go back you need to go back in she's i think she thinks that it's her fault she's probably crying now you know yeah and even if it like they they talked him into it because yeah. they're saying that that's what she wanted or whether they were like you need to i don't know how it works um but then the way that he was even in the the bus after and like looking at the guys like rolling his eyes being like this isn't what I want okay and the way he was even his positioning the way he was sitting and then he was just like god why did I you I felt like it was very much a producer like you need to go in walk by the guys go straight to charity 
Um, so up until that moment, when when he walked by the guys, I right away thought, I, I don't think that he was intentionally ignoring the guys. I think that the producers probably said, just go by the guys and then go talk to Charity. And I was like, no, this is producer push. Yeah. Then after that, the like moving Aaron B, calling him jackass is all that, where I was like, it's now, it has gone <sighs> too far. But it started getting wild and everyone wild. was then. And then John... Again, we see John, who hadn't said much about the whole Braden situation, saying, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. This was finally my time. And when I think about for the guys, like I said, I think that this was a producer move with getting Braden to go back. And I think it all just was too much then on everyone's part. But those guys are getting cut left and right, like we said, a hundred times yeah. this episode. Every single cocktail party has gotten cut. So many that of those guys haven't had one one-on-one conversation insane. with Charity. And so for him he to then show back up, so even if it had nothing to do with him, they were just letting it loose on him. And John was like, are you absolutely yeah, When they cut the party me? again, and he, all, he cut the party for them just to say bye again. And just let you know it's not your fault. So he's brutal in that way. I mean, like he destroyed so many people's chances just by being so selfish. Yeah. But again, that that piece is a little bit like who knows how much is the producer and all of that. But then the reaction after. Whoever his fault it is. It's his or or producers. He got the blame for it because it's like he shouldn't have walked back in there knowing that he was going to rile her up again and then she was going to be tired and then they cut it. And the reaction after was explosive. (laughs) They were losing. (sighs) Yeah. banging gang gang get out of here bigfoot and he oh. was me me and pb yeah oh my Braden's on his way back to pb with his flip-flops you know on where I <laughs> let's go by the flagpole or something you know yeah when he's like i'll fuck you up i'm like oh my god okay so now we have gone way too far everybody um but then john's like hey everybody is it cool i was in the middle of a really good makeout with charity can I just wrap it up? And everyone's like, like we, totally. we, got we got you, John. You. We're all like, a happy canceled. family. <laughs> JP's He's like, ding, ding, ding. Wild. Brutal. So then they have to go directly into the rose ceremony. Yeah. And, you know, obviously, you know, Dot and Xavier and Joey already have roses. And then she gives the first rose to Aaron, second to Tanner, and third rose to Sean, which shocked yeah. me. Not John. Not John. That blew my mind. I, I have to be honest with you. I'm really devastated about John. Yeah, I just didn't see the Sean thing even. Ha- like, the fact that Sean's this far, I'm, like, blown away. I'm, I'm like, feeling that that's... not getting the connection at all. I'm feeling like that's a producer push because okay. he definitely has potential villain energy. If we remember last week's episode mm-hmm. where he com- comes in He's singing. Like, What's up, everybody? I'm the man. I think that he could end up being a late-term villain Agreed. in the show. Agreed. And I think that maybe he's being kept around because of that. Yeah, I could see that. Um, but I was so sad for John. I know. I thought John was going to be strong. I thought John was top four. I thought, I thought John was strong. I was convinced John was top four at least. Yeah. And then we saw, we saw Xavier crying. Did you notice that when John left? No. He was literally like bawling. Stop it. Yes. Like... He had a real, like, it was almost like it was him or Michael, I think. Oh, it could have been all three of them. But he was literally, like, bawling. I didn't see Yes, that. with the fact that they were leaving. Oh, my God. War green flags. Yeah. For so he was, Xavier. like, he was, like, de- devastated by the fact that his friends were gone. So that oh, was interesting. Xavier. Added a new element check, of sensitivity. Check. Yeah. Okay, you need to really <laughs> chill out on Xavier. <laughs> Guys, too far. Too far. 
<laughs> well, we then get the preview. And this season continues to look like it's going to just yeah. get better and better. She's talking about how she's in love with multiple people. Someone is showing back up and saying they're not going to leave and they won't take no for an answer. Brandon's back! <laughs> oh my god, I don't think so. Who knows? I totally know it's not your fault. Like four it's, weeks later, they're like, what? They're like, we, uh, what? He just comes back yeah. right before Actually, it was the proposal. Your <laughs> right before she's about to get proposed to by one person. He's like, I just want to let you know, I'm back to let you know it actually was your fault. And the proposal canceled it. right now because she's having a hard time. Because of it. And they're like, no! Banging in pots and pans again. So it looks like it's going to yeah. be incredible. We cannot wait. So tune in next week for the yes. next episode. And I am next week, hopefully going to know how many more weeks maybe we have left yeah, of the we'll show and no scheduling and all of that to report to you all. But tune in next week. Should we uh, do a quick call home? A thousand percent. Let's do it. Let's do it. Remember you can always call home. Okay, so hi. Hi. Mom and Dad. I love your podcast. Been in a relationship for about four years. Um, I absolutely adore my boyfriend. Um, I think, you know, we're going to get engaged soon. Congratulations. Um, He's so supportive. He's smart. He's funny. He's kind. Yeah, we have a great relationship. Um, the issue and it's kind of stupid but I've developed this little crush on my yoga teacher (laughs) and I feel so guilty about it I keep going to his class because it's a really good workout and that's really important to me um it just helps my mental health um and I feel like really strong um I like keep going to his class but I feel like I'm developing this crush on him there's a little bit of a flirty vibe Mm -hmm. but then I just feel super guilty about it because I love my boyfriend and he's great to me and like even just having something stupid as a crush makes me feel really guilty. Um, and it's not like, I mean, you know, I would never act on anything, but I just feel guilty even like even having these feelings. I don't really want to give up this class. <laughs> like one of the best yoga teachers at the Oh studio. yeah, he is. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I don't know what to do, so would love some advice. Thanks. Love you. Mm. Okay. A yoga teacher is like it could not be more of like a rom com yeah, crush. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, oh my god, the, did you hear the they hooked up with, this, with a yoga teacher? I mean, that is li- you are living a rom com. Like yes. seriously, <laughs> thousand percent. It's like as I bend you, you know what I mean? like stretch, oh, you're so stretch. flexible. I don't think I've ever had a student could do what you do with your body oh my god you're so your your body's so tight wow you know it's like it's literally like we've seen a hundred movies with this script <laughs> so true um okay so a few things i'm gonna try to break this down just what i'm getting off the top 
first of all, that's just life. You know what I mean? What like, <laughs> are you talking about? Here's what you need to do. You need to put yourself in a dark room and stay there forever because you should now never have a crush on anybody ever. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> um, that's just life. Yeah. You know, like you said, you've been with your partner for, I think you said about four years. Um, in life, you're going to find people, whether it be at a yoga class, uh, at work, etc., that you're going to have a little bit of a crush on. And that's just part of life. And so I think first and foremost, you need to just give yourself the grace and know that that is just the experience of being a human. And I don't think you need to feel guilt or shame about having a little bit of that flirty crush feeling. Um, it's all about what you do with that and how you act on that. And of course, the other thing too is different couples have different boundaries. So obviously in, in uh, communication with your partner, I'm not 100% sure what those boundaries have looked like. If you've communicated that, obviously some couples are uh, with monogamy. It's like, this is what I consider breaking a boundary and consider to be cheating. And other couples in monogamous relationships have very different looking boundaries of what they consider cheating. And yeah. then you have the fully open couples. and I mean, there's so many things that then Obviously, when you're in a relationship, it is really important to have those active discussions. So, you know, my question then, one of the questions uh, that I would have for you if we were sitting down together would be, have you had this conversation with your partner? And, and what does that look like for you both? Um, with that being said, if it's something that you are not feeling comfortable with and it's something that you feel like your partner in y'all's conversation would consider kind of a breach of trust or whatnot, um, then I would say probably not going to the class is a good call. You know, <laughs> I know that it's a fantastic workout and you love the class. When you find your perfect instructor, you're like, I don't want to give up this class. But if you are feeling that way and it's making you feel guilty and it's making you feel uncomfortable, I think the best call would be to just remove yourself from the situation. But if you are in a relationship where you've had these conversations and everyone's okay with like some flirting, some, you know, moments like that, yeah. then you can free yourself from that. I don't know if you're comfortable communicating this with your partner about how you're currently feeling. I know that that can always be scary, a scary conversation or awkward discussion. And I know some people are comfortable communicating certain things versus others, but I know in mine and Evan's relationship, you know, being together for a long time, I do remember the first moment that I openly shared with you, like, so there's this person and obviously I would never do anything, but yeah, I kind yeah. of have like a little bit of a, the butterflies when this person is there and it was an awkward first conversation, but being open about it with each other, I think made our trust more solid. We were able to communicate where our comfort level yeah. was with that. Um, and so then I didn't feel like I was hiding something. Yeah. I felt like when I would see this person that it just was what it was and yeah. I wasn't going to act on anything, but yeah, I don't know if anything that I said just made yeah. sense, but no, I think, I think you just kind of covered the whole spectrum of like possibilities and options. And I think okay. that's awesome. <laughs> 
Um, for me, it's just like you, you, you know yourself. Yeah. You know, you know why you're calling. I think this has gotten a little too far for your own brain. And obviously, whatever, everything Jess said about open and talking about what you guys are into and what's okay and what's not okay and what you've agreed on, all that. I'm, I'm operating under the pretense the fact that you have a big guilt about a crush is that, you know, you guys maybe that's not where you're coming from. And so for, from the vibe I'm getting and tell me if I'm wrong, but the vibe I'm getting is that it started as a tiny little crush and you were okay with that. Cause tiny little crushes happen. You can go to a coffee shop and there could be someone at the counter that you think is cute. You guys have a little flirty banner and then you leave and you're like, big deal. Right. It's a two second crush, but you're in this, you're in this yoga class and you know, it's been a while now and you guys are having flirty banner and you're talking after the, 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 the class for a little bit and, He's telling you, you know, you should, you know, go to my other class because that's really good. It's smaller, too. And then you're like, <laughs> OK, and then you're going to that class. And it's a little he's spending, you know, they're spending a little more time like with you. I'm yeah. just saying the sense I'm getting is that like you are maybe allowing this like flirtatious crush to kind of blossom into like maybe more of a fantasy. Now you're feeling worse about yeah, it. Yeah, sure. So I don't, this is all just me assuming. I'm just going with the assumption for the advice. You know, me just saying who knows is not interesting. So me just saying, I'm going to, I'm going to take some liberties here and just yeah. say, if this is you, I think you know the answer. And it's like, if it's gotten too far for your brain, then maybe you need to cut it and find a new, I mean, you can find another yoga teacher. It's great. We all know that. We all know that he's not the only person in the world. You know what I mean? So I would just say, know thyself. If you feel like it's gotten a little, like the, like the fun has kind of, my, my guess is that your guilt is coming from the fact that you feel like the fun flirty thing has started to venture into a little too, yeah. in the uncomfortable space, in the yes. space where you feel like I wouldn't want, my boyfriend doing this with his yoga teacher you know what i mean like that's the guess right. when you say i'm guilty that means that you're feeling something right so what i would say is one you know just know yourself and if you feel like yeah maybe it has just been a little too far pull back if you're yeah. taking five classes with him a week maybe pull it back to three <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean slowly pull it back to yeah. to get yourself back to a place where you can you can kind of not let the brain go too far you know? I, I, unless it's something you want to pursue more and you want to talk to your partner about it. And you know, that's a whole different thing. But right. if your plan is not to do that, sometimes you got to be careful about, you know, allowing yourself to get too close to the fire too often. I was going to say, yeah, I think that if again, when, when certain, uh, when you know what your partner and yourself are comfortable with in your relationship yes. um, and you're feeling maybe like you're, potentially crossing that line yeah. with your guys's comfortability in that if you keep going back to the well sometimes the sensitivity to that can Numbs. kind of wane a little yes. bit and then i know you said of course you wouldn't do anything and i'm not saying you would by any stretch of the ima imagination but you know sometimes that can chip away so i think it's know yourself i'm all about conversations truly i'm all about if you have a partner and you haven't really communicated what both of you feel like being monogamous looks like or being mm -hmm. non-monogamous looks like those conversations are really important to have regardless of what you're feeling right now yeah yeah just maybe take a little bit of a step back if you're feeling like yeah 
maybe even if it's just for a couple weeks. Just yeah, be just like, take yeah, a break just, and kind of reassess. You yeah, know? that's my thought. But also, you know, we don't want you to be riddled with guilt or shame. And I think <laughs> yeah. that's where communication can be helpful. And and, and don't lie to yourself. Yeah. There, there can be a temptation to where you're like, but his class is so good. And it's like, we know yeah. that you're trying to kind of like convince yourself of reasons why yeah, it's okay. His you class know what I mean? is delicious. His, and we know his class is good because he's good. Okay. Anyway, we love you. We love you. Sending so much love to you all. We yes. will talk to you next week. Yes. Have a great love rest you of guys. your week, family. Bye. Bye.